Welcome, everyone. You are listening to the Art of Touring podcast. I am your host, the Sizz Dog. How's it going? I am fantastic. I've been watching this series on the Netflix recently called Chewing the Fat. It just came up. You know how, you know, when you're looking through, you know, you might like this because you've watched this kind of thing on Netflix. It came up because I watch a lot of UK comedies. And it's another UK comedy, but I'd never heard of it before. It's called Chewing the Fat. just popped up on the stream one day. I thought, I'll give this a go. It is hilarious. So if you don't have anything to watch um, and you you love a good chuckle and you're not so afraid of some broad comedy, throw on um, Chewing the Fat. There's a lot of episodes up there. And um, it is it is really really funny. It's great. It's it's like a skit comedy show. So like every every show, there's like maybe fifty skits, and they just go through them like rapid fire. And there's obviously you know some um, you know continuing gags each week. Um, but uh, oh man, it's great. It puts me in a good humor. This week on the Art of Touring, I spoke with Elliot Congus, guitar player for Melbourne's premier cover band Snack Attack. Elliot and I catch up and talk about his musical upbringing, and we trade some great stories. Uh, most notably, Elliot tells me some gruesome fight stories from the crowd of when he was playing and fights broke out, so stick around for an absolute corker. Art of Turing is brought to you every single Tuesday. You can listen to Art of Turing on iTunes or on the Google Podcasts app on your Android device. Also, Art of Turing has joined a new podcast network called A Lot of Green. You can check out all of the other awesome podcasts on their network at www.alotofgreen.com.au. There is some course language in this week's episode, so if you are listening with kids, it might be a good idea to throw on Paw Patrol, and then once they're dropped off at uh, their karate lessons, their karate lessons, throw Art of Turing back on. Now let's take a moment for this week's sponsor. Episode 26 of Art of Touring is brought to you this week by Multinational United. Here at MNU, we are dedicated to the protection of the aliens that are currently residing in District 9 in Johannesburg. It's our mission to humanely relocate one million alien residents into a new facility where the aliens can thrive in a controlled environment with no more crime. Rumours about MNU that have been reported recently in the mainstream media that we are using this relocation process to hide the fact that we have been experimenting on the prawns, excuse me, I mean the aliens, is completely false. And we only have their best interest at heart. Just so you know, Art of Turing is hosted by Wooshka. If you'd like to listen on your desktop, you can Google Art of Turing and follow the links to the Wooshka homepage. Before I get into my conversation with Elliot, I'd like to play you a portion of one of the songs that he plays with his cover band, Snack Attack. Here's the solo to I Believe in a Thing Called Love, originally performed by The Darkness. There's a little preview of the tunes you can expect to hear from Elliot and his band, Snack Attack. Now let's talk to the man himself. Welcome to the Art of Touring, everybody. I'm sitting here... 
in the home studio tonight, about to talk to the guitar player from Melbourne cover band Snack Attack, Elliot Congas. How are you, Elliot? I'm good, man. Yourself? I am. I am flying today. That's great. I've I've had a busy, busy day, <laughs> but um, it's it's good to see you. I haven't seen you. Um, well, it's been been about a week since I've seen you, but before that, it's been, it'd been a long time. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, you know. Yeah, what's um, happened? I'll tell the listeners um, how we know each other. I was, um, you know, looking through the the DVDs in um, in in JB Hi-Fi in Epping. Yes. One day, and uh, Elliot noticed I was looking at you know the science fiction section, and he said, "Oh, you know, if you like science fiction, Davo." Because yeah, I think we had met a couple of times yeah, before, but this yeah, was yeah. the main. This memory. is how it's. This is how it started. How yes. it started. How yes. we definitely became. You know, I, I would. I would call us more than acquaintance. Oh, I mean, acquaintance, friends, whatever. You know, we run in the same circles. You That's know. exactly right. Yeah. Yeah, and um, you said, you know, if you like your sci-fi, Davo, you should check out this movie called District Nine. Oh yeah. And uh, good movie. I was like, oh really? Uh, I don't know anything about. It. It's like, dude, just buy it. Just trust me. I was like, okay, I trust you, and. Took it home, watched it that night, you know, because I didn't have kids. <laughs> so I could just yeah, go home and yeah, watch a movie, a movie. during exactly. the day. Yeah, exactly. Like, what? I remember the last time I did that and absolutely loved it, man. So you've got the, um, yeah, we, we certainly have a, a, a an appreciation for, for uh, science fiction films. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But um, the main reason I asked you here today is because, uh, yeah, you are the guitar player for Melbourne cover band Snack Attack. Yes, we're, yeah, we've been playing for, I think it's nine, ten years. Mm. A long time. Yeah, we've been doing yeah. it for a while. Yeah, it's good fun. Mm. Yeah, been started when we were, oh, I, I, I started a little bit before the guys. So I was in an acoustic band mm. duo um, and did a c- couple gigs with that for like a year or so and then let it go and... Yeah, it um, sort of just, I don't know, you know, you always gravitate towards music, it's going to come back sure, to you somehow, yeah, and yeah. Uh, we were at a party one time, and um, my mate Buller, he's like, hey, Elliot, our friend needs a band for our 21st birthday, do you want to start a band? I'm like, yeah, right, done. Let's do it. And that's how it all started, from there, it snowballed really? from there, yeah. We had no intention of it being this going on and yeah. on, but we, we did one um, one birthday there and then someone asked us to do another one and we're like, all right, we'll we'll go from there. We'll do it again. And it just snowballed. And we didn't like our drummer had to hire a drum kit. Hire one. Yeah, and he wasn't even a drummer. <laughs> we're just kinda like, Can you play drums? He's like, Yeah, I'll, I'll play drums. He like he dabbled in it. Yeah. He sort of learnt it for us. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then our lead singer was a friend and we're like, Can he even sing? He's like, Yeah, he can sing. Yeah. I'm he, like, all right, we'll all give right. him a shot. And he yeah, yeah. he can. He can. <laughs> it Perfect. just all fell into place. So yeah. yeah. But yeah, been doing it for a while. Yeah, it's good. There you go, man. Yeah. And um well yeah, let's backtrack a little bit. Okay. Um where are you from, Elliot? Where did you grow up? I grew up in Eden Park. Okay, where's that? Uh Whittlesea. Oh, okay. Yeah, a bit, bit further than Whittlesea, about 10 minutes further. Yeah, okay. out there in, uh, on 20 acres with me, me folks and my brother. And 20 acres? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Had a bit That's of a hobby a farm. Land. A hobby farm. Yeah, it was great. Wow. We had every animal but a pig. Spewing. <laughs> no pig. Still want that pig. <laughs> sheep and cows yeah, we had and sheep chickens. Cows. Yeah. We had heaps of chooks but at no one pigs. point. No pigs. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah, grew up there. And is it just you? Or you said you had a brother as well? I had a brother. He's five years older than me. Okay. Um, he was on Pop Stars when I think about it, actually. Was it Pop Stars? Scandalous. What was the band with Scandalous? Oh, yeah, Pop Stars. Yeah, Pop Channel 7. Yeah, he was in that and he got to top top 20. Wow. So he can sing. He's an all right singer. Yeah. But he doesn't perform or anything like that. That was like right. way before like Australian oh, Idol. Yeah. Like, that, that was, was like, 90s yeah. kind of um, like talent show kind of stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, it was definitely it was a while ago. Wow, definitely a while ago. So, Is, and so, do you equate your musical upbringing to the musicality that you have from your older brother? It definitely runs through the family. Yeah. So my mum's played piano fifty odd years. She's wow. quite good. Uh, Dad's played guitar, just dabbled in it, but he can play. Yeah. Um, my grandma was a choir singer. So every, it's just sort of in the family. It's all yeah, there. It's, it's just around yeah, you. Yeah, just there. So yeah, yeah it just I think it's naturally. But I didn't start until I was much later. Like yeah, I think like mum. So mum played piano and, and she played a lot of instrumental stuff, so like Gershwin and Debussy and mm. uh, all that. So I grew up listening to music, not words, kind of because they were just instrumental pieces. Oh, when she would play, yeah, 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 exactly. Apart from like every now and then, dad would you know sing or mm. whatever. So I grew up on that, um, 
And then I picked up saxophone when I was in like grade three or something like that. Oh, so that was your first that instrument? That was my that first. That was my next question. Yeah, that yeah. was my first instrument was sax. Yeah, cool. Yeah, and I learned that. That was yeah. good fun. That yeah, was great. Um, I did that until, oh, so what's, I was grade three and then year nine-ish, mm-hmm. I dropped it. Yeah. I dropped it and I don't know, I just think I got over it a bit. I was right. doing baritone saxophone by then. So it's heavy, man. Yeah. Things heavy when you're like a young kid. <laughs> Most definitely. <laughs> but um, no, I let that go for like a year. I just sort of like, just let it go. I think because the music curriculum had stopped. Okay. Like it only goes to a certain point and then it's like an elective and all that. And I just let it right. go. I just let it go or something like that. I don't know why. What school were you at? Whittlesey. School of Hard Knocks. Whittlesey. High. high. Yeah, high school. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then... My when bro- did you... My brother yeah. picked it up, was just learning, because this is when the pop stars thing, and he oh, was yeah. getting into... Because he was five years older than me, mm. and he started learning guitar, and I just sort of picked it up, because he was learning it. Ah. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll just learn it. And then the first l- kind of lick I let was very superstitious. Yeah, man. That was the first kind of thing I... Stevie Wonder. Yeah, that I got. Sure. And um, and then from that, I just kept kept going. Yeah. Just kept learning things. I just... I don't know. For some reason, I liked it. Yeah, and right. Just gravitated towards That's where it clicked, that. and that was... I would have been about six. 16. Yeah? Yeah, it was about then. So, that's where it all sort of kicked off and mm. I was like, oh yeah, I can I can do this. You can play the guitar. Yeah, like I think Very Superstitious is one of those songs too when you get it, it's like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, this it is, is cool, cool, isn't it? It's a cool lick to Man, play. Man, it's a go-to song, isn't oh, it? Oh yeah, it's great. Whether I do it with my... I'm actually current... No, well, I did it last year but we just played it last week because um, we had a gig for the kids um, uh, at lunchtime. And yep. the kids were like, oh, we don't want to do our songs that we're going to do at the concert next week. Why don't we bring back some of the songs from last year so it'll be kind of new again yep. if yep. people heard them or whatever. And so we're like, okay, we'll bring back Superstition. I'm like, yeah, man, everyone loves That's that song. That's a good song. song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, and then even on the gig that I had on the weekend, we finished our set with Superstition. Oh, okay, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's one of those songs that just, um, yeah, everyone genuinely usually a has a good feel. memory for. Yeah, yeah it's got yeah. a good feel, and it does. Mm. You're right; it does bring back good memories. That one, it's yeah. A good one. But yeah, that was that was one of the first songs I learned. That that's what hooked me. Yeah, it was that because I got it. It was cool. That's so, cool. like the next song I can remember being cool was um, that I got that was like because you know you learn Beatles, everyone learns the Beatles and all sure. that. They're pretty easy kind of songs. Like I got an easy chord book for that. Yeah. But then the next song that was that I got that was good was um I believe the thing called Love. Oh, really? By the Darkness. That was my like next song that I got. Like it took a while to get there. Yeah. But when I got it I was like, yeah, this song's cool. It is like, such a yeah, great it's song. It's a good riff too. Oh, yeah, I man. It. I remember when that song came out, I was playing in a cover band at the time and that that was one of our encore songs. Oh, yeah. Um and I, that was before I was at uh a classroom teacher. Hmm. I had I had been doing a little bit of um, singing teaching, but I hadn't been spending most of my days using my voice. So by the time the weekend came around and I was doing that song, I could smash those oh, falsetto yeah. notes, no problem. Oof. Yeah. But whenever I started teaching and then I we went to do that song, I genuinely found like weakness in my voice Absolutely. for the first time. I'm like, oh my God. So it really, that track, oh man, I've seen those guys a bunch of times. That guy's Justin, he's a he's oh, mental. So good. And his brother, Dan, Dan Hawkins. Yeah. I think it's Dan Hawkins. He's yeah. on the, on the, the guitar. guitar. Yeah, yeah. He's, they're so good. Yeah, God, man. I love the darkness. Have you seen them live? No, I haven't. Really? Well, when you're gigging yeah. like all the time. time you like, miss out. Yeah, like we've been gigging like Friday, Saturday, Sundays, like for yeah. 10 years. Yeah. You miss out on a lot. <laughs> yeah, you miss out on the shows. I did see Steel Panther the other day, though. Oh, cool. Because they played they? on like a Tuesday. They were at the forum. Oh, nice. God, it was so good. Yeah, they're just a fun <sighs> band, aren't they? They're the best. Yeah. They're like the band that I, I don't know. They're just so cool. They're just, just so silly. Yeah. But also, but just so fun. Yeah, like, absolutely. They, they don't take any shit. Oh, just, they take the piss out of everything. They know it. They don't oh, care. It's they don't give a great. shit. I love it. Yeah. Oh, we let us swear on here. Yes, man. You can say shit, piss, fuck, <laughs> cunt, whatever you want. All right, got it, got it, got it. Got I have it. a disclaimer at the beginning okay. of the podcast saying this is, uh, you know, there are swearing. I'll try and keep it down. I, I, I try not to. Did you try not to? Yeah. Yeah, but the beauty is we are creating our own landscape. So if one yeah. spits out here and there, it's not a big deal. I got was it. listening to a podcast the other day where every second word was the, the C-bomb and Ooh. it kind of got a little bit like, yeah. come on now, guys, we get Get it? We're Aussies. We do like using that terminology. Yeah, go steady, <laughs> go steady. I, I remember one point in the band. I remember we, we were at a rehearsal and we're just like, we got to tone down our language. We were getting yeah, out. right. When boys, you know, boys get together, had oh, a few most, drinks. Yeah. It was bad. So we don't we don't swear nowhere near as much as we used to. But mm. man, God, 
It was out of control at one point. Sometimes. Oof. It's all it. what happens. Yeah. And so um, you pick up the guitar at about, you know, 15, 16 yes. years old. Yes. And um, from there, I mean, we, we kind of touched on it earlier where um, the band started for a mate's 21st. But yep. in between there, tell me the story there. What's going okay, on Okay, so in between 16, I sort of just started picking up. So I got a Beatles book, yep. learned like heaps of Beatles songs, all your basic chords and all the sort of the extra ones that no one really plays anymore. Yeah, like Norwegian Wood and that. <laughs> yeah, all that type of stuff. And um, I learned some variations like Blackbird and... Yes. Um, Nowhere Man. I mm-hmm. really like Nowhere Man and Obla Dee Blada. Okay. I liked all those ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what's the other one? When I Get Older, 64? What's that one? Oh, When, when I'm 64. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I love the Beatles. Great. Yeah, love, love the Beatles. Uh, so I learned that, a lot of that stuff. And then my dad introduced me to Joe Satriani. Whoa. Yeah. And I didn't know who Joe Satriani was. Like, I didn't even look. I just listened to the music. See, once again, I was I sort of got brought up on a lot of instrumental music. Yes. So I listened to Joe Satriani, and I was like, I got it. It was cool. Yeah. Like, I got it. It was cool, but it didn't really resonate with me sure. straight away. But I was into playing guitar. And mm. then that Christmas, my dad got me Joe Satriani on DVD live at San Francisco. Yeah. And when I saw it, that was when I was like, oh. Okay, now that, I get now, it. Now I get it. Now yeah. I get how complex this is and how crazy it is. And yeah. I was like, yeah, this is this is what I want to do. So I started learning bits and pieces of that. Like I'm no Joe Satriani, don't get me wrong. I'm not. Right, right. I'm not, I wish I was that great. Oh, God. I, I think it's a lot of guitarists that was that good. But um, I started learning bits and pieces from that. And then I got into Steve Vai and then Dream Theater. Okay. Yeah, I started getting into all that type of stuff, like mm. John Petrucci. Oh, God, he's such a good guitarist. Yeah, that was yeah. your jam. Yeah, yeah, I just love that type of stuff. So mm. I just started listening to all that type of music and then venturing out learning, like, uh, sorry, listening to music I don't normally listen to. Okay. Um, and then I got introduced to James Taylor and Tommy Emmanuel. Oh, um, yeah. So I started listening to that stuff again. Um, and then what happened then? Um, and that's when I got into an acoustic. When I got, so I was eight. No, nah, I would have been uni. 19, 19 rough, yeah, somewhere yeah, around there. Yeah. Um, Doing the acoustic Got, got an acoustic, thing. yeah, covers thing with, yeah. A, with a friend. Mm. Um, really good singer. Fantastic singer. Yeah. Um, we were called Rolling Couch. Rolling Couch. The worst. Band oh, name. Snack <laughs> attack's pretty bad. But anyway, I'll tell but, you how we got to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, no, we did that and we did a couple gigs and that was still... You know, when you first start a band or whatever, all your friends come all the time. It's great, yeah, right? And yeah, you get yeah. good vibes and all that. Yeah. But this this was my first ever proper kind of like gig at, you know, at a pub. Sure. So we did it down at, I think it was one in Kilmore. Um, oh, Max yeah, Pub? Kilmore. Max Pub? Yeah, right. Max Pub. That was my first like proper gig outside of school. Sure. So I was like, okay. Um, that was my, I sort of, everything led up to this. I'd practiced heaps and heaps and heaps, done a few performances at school and all that. And then this was my first thing. I still, there's this one point in that night where it was just unreal. It was just, everyone was singing, yeah. uh, um, Mr. Biggs, I'm the one who wants to be with you. That song, <laughs> yeah, that, that was song. our last song, but everyone oh. was so just blind. Yeah. It was crazy. And I, and I still remember that was like one of the, one of the best experiences i had i was like oh this wow. is just cool and um yeah uh the venue was like that's the most participation we've had in a crowd and all that and they invited us cool. back and we did that's some... a great response yeah hey. it was great so that was my first like for all into the cover yeah. scene yeah yeah and um i'd never thought i wanted to be in a cover band or anything but that sure. was just how it started and yeah then, yeah um oh, i mean did I, I didn't know what the difference was when i first was in the on the scene. Oh, really? I didn't know there was a difference between a cover band and, and a an band. Original. Okay. I just wanted to be in a band and I didn't know how to write my own tunes at that point. So <laughs> yeah. I just played other people's tunes and, you know, and put on shows and that. And then, they're, and they were like, Dave, you know, there's, there's a difference here. Like, you know, if you want to, you can get paid if you want to play covers. I'm like, what? Yeah, you can. Cause I remember I booked the Barleycorn hotel in Collingwood oh. to put on like a, a, a night of music, which I think was like a Pearl Jam kind of thing. But even back then. And, um, and it was just mates all that I'd made from TAFE and all that. And I didn't really realize, I just wanted to play in a band. And then eventually when I realized, oh, okay, there's a difference between, I kind of floated on both, you know, like yeah. I started writing my own stuff, but at the same time, always doing the covers, you know, yeah. to supplement the I income. think naturally if you play an instrument, you're always learning, playing other people's songs and mm. writing your own. You always mm. do that. So mm. 
Um, but yeah, that was that was a cool gig, and I really enjoyed that that gig. That was that was fun. And then yeah. um, we did a couple more, and we did them a few other places. Like we played we played some dead venues. Sure, Don't get man. me wrong, that happens. Oh, most definitely. Uh, oh yeah, I remember one time we played to two people. Yes. Yeah, it was great. Still got paid. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't you love that? Yeah, you do. You still get paid, but you um, still get paid, but it still feels so terrible. You're like, oh you, yeah, you rode in all your gear, yeah. you put it all up, yeah. you're playing for three hours. There's two dudes in the corner, barely even listening, and you're like, and I mean, have you ever been sent home early? Oh yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah, you guys can go. It's, no, fine. it's fine. You're like, okay, yeah, yeah. But it doesn't look good for you. You're no, like, oh, these guys didn't pull anyone down, you know. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and then I let that go. Mm. After that duo, and then went to uni. Okay, what did you study? Animation Interactive Media at oh, RMIT wow. in the city. Yeah, right. I finished it and everything as I was doing that. But yeah, I let that go, focused on my studies a bit. Yeah. Um, And that was good fun. Yeah. And then, yeah, we were at, um, at, we were at our friend's 21st birthday, mm. and a guy named Buller said, hey, our friend Matt, Matt? Yeah, Matt needs yeah. a uh band for his birthday. Do you want we'll, a band? We will start a band. I'm like, all right, let's let's do it. Let's do it. And uh that's where it the that, rest is that's, history. Yeah, hey? the rest is history. That's where yeah. it snowballed from and that was yeah. And so the band that did that first gig, how many of those members are still in the band today? Uh, ten years later. There was five of us at the start. Yes. And there's four of us now and it's all the original members. All the original members. Yeah. So only yeah. one guy's left in that whole time. Yeah, that's it. Wow. Yeah. We've been pretty lucky. We've been pretty fortunate. Like our, our bass player left for like six months mm. and, and then he come back. Um, but yeah, otherwise, uh, yeah. It's original all been original members, yeah. Mm. And it's good. It's a good thing. Because like, you were saying um, that you have a, a different singer sometimes? We have a different singer every now and then, like when our, our lead singer's sick or oh, okay. he has other, other work or whatever. Yeah, yeah. We'll have um, Joe, a guy named Joe fill in. Mm-hmm. Um, he's really good and uh, he's our go-to guy. If, yeah, yeah, nice. He's our go-to guy because you try and, you know, you know how it is sometimes when you're looking for fill-ins, especially in the cover scene. Oh, yeah. You've got to make sure you find someone who knows the material, can handle the crowd, all that yep. type of stuff. So, it's very important. Absolutely, yeah. Mm. Um. But yeah, we're all the original members. Yeah. We've all played on our deathbeds, I'll tell you that. What do you mean? Like, you know when you're just like, you're so oh, sick. Oh, you're so sick you're and you still so, show up to oh, the gig. Oh, yeah. And yeah. You're, like, you're like vomiting or you're running no. off stage or whatever. Yeah. We've yeah. had we've had our um our lead singer one time, this gig in St. Kilda, he just says, I'll be back. Like <laughs> mid-set. Yes. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's just gone. Yeah. I'm like, oh God. And I was like, Joel... You're gonna have to sing, yeah. And Joel's, we got two kind of two lead singers in our mm. band. We got uh, Foley and Joel. And uh, Foley, oh, his name's Liam, but everyone just calls him Foley. Why do they call him Foley? Because his surname's Foley. Oh, he's, he's, <laughs> you've got a na- you've got a mate, <laughs> yeah. whose name is Liam Foley. Foley. I'm so excited, man. Yeah, yeah. Nick Foley's my favorite wrestler. Of oh all time. yeah, yeah. As soon yeah. as I heard that name, yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, what? Yeah. you've got a friend called Foley. Foley. Yeah, is he like the wrestling? That would be the ultimate. He he's, probably doesn't even know what it is. Uh, <laughs> he's quite, he's quite ripped. He's got a, he's got a few muscles on him. So, yeah, right. But, uh, Mick, Mick Foley was. Wait, is that the co- wait? Mick Foley. Yeah, Mick Foley. It's yeah. Mick Foley, isn't it? Mick Foley is the wrestler. Yeah, and but his, is he his the... alter ego was Mankind, Dude Love, Cactus Jack. Is that the guy with the puppet? That's the guy yeah, with the puppet. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, he's Mr. nothing Soko. like that. He's no. he's much more athletic than that. Yeah, probably. yeah, yeah. But does he like the wrestling? Yes, he does. He does. <laughs> His last name is Foley. Foley it's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. No, there he does. Um, but yeah, like he's left. Like I remember, he left one time. So mm. Joel started singing. We get like six songs deep. And Joel's like, "I'm running out of running out of songs. songs that I can do." And I look back, and Foley comes back. He's like. He comes back for like one or two songs. He's like, my stomach. It's like, my guts. Yeah. He's like, you go, okay, cool. You push through. Yeah. We've had some crazy stuff. Oh, one time. Huh. I don't know if I'm getting off track here, but no, no, it's all we good. had, we had one time our, our drummer turns up, starts playing. Uh, and this is for St. Kilda again. A lot yeah. of crazy stuff happened at St. Kilda. It was like, what was the venue? Uh, oh my God. Not the vineyard. Sure. Nah, uh, uh, Elephant Wheelbarrow? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Elephant Wheelbarrow. Wheelbarrow, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and our drummer, Trav, he's playing, he's playing, and next minute he sort of turns to me and says, you need to play a song where there's no drums. I'm huh. like thinking he's broken some equipment or his headphones or his in-ears or something. Something's gone wrong. Sure. So I'm like, yeah, cool, cool, cool. 
Um, so we start playing a song and I look back and he's like, you got to play another song. I'm like, okay. Hmm. So I play another sort of acoustic song, no drums. Yeah. And then he's like, just cut the set short. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. It's like, cut the set short. And I'm like, oh. okay, we'll, we'll cut it short. And we get over, we, we get off stage. I'm like, what's wrong, man? And he's like, my back is hurting. Oh. And he'd been, he got sunburnt. What? And because he was sweating, it was kind of like filling up under his skin. He had like oh. a gazillion little like blisters. No way. And he's like, can you get anyone to just sort of come down and play? And I'm like, at one in the morning, what are you crazy? No. Crazy? So we no. wet a, we wet a shirt, we put in ice water and we put it on his back. Yes. And said drum. Just <laughs> drum, just get through the yeah, show. Yeah, and he just said like a real like he was just like real soft. Like if you if you've ever played with our drummer too, he oh my God. Yeah. He um Oh, do you know what? It has changed. The lineup has changed. Oh my God. Oh yeah. sorry Adam if you're listening, <laughs> sorry, buddy. Adam's just come on in the last year. Sorry. Okay, cool. Sorry, 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 sorry. So I'm Foley's out. And no, Adam- no, full, no, sorry. Full, Adam's taken over drumming from our... Um, our, our oh, the drummer, drummer has no, The drummer's changed. Sorry. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Oh, God. He's going to kill me. No, that's all right. Oh, sorry, Ads. <laughs> um, yeah, he's now... He's in uh, for the last year. And so why um, did old mate leave? Just uh, he couldn't... I uh, uh, ready to do some, some other stuff. Some other stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and he's cool. planned on moving to Canada and all that. So, oh, wow. Yeah. So he's, um, his missus from Canada. So um, yeah, mm. he's just ready to do something else. Yeah, um, that's he's cool. He's doing some his original stuff. Oh, groovy. Yeah, yeah, cool. Have you ever forayed into the original area? Uh, I've done, I'm only just doing it now, starting now. Right. Yeah. So I did covers... For now, I'm still doing covers, still playing, but I'm mm. um, starting to just get into the original stuff. Yeah, like I've been writing the whole time, but now properly. You want to give it a try? Yeah, giving it a try, yeah. like actually recording properly and planning yeah. things and doing all that. So yeah. Is there any original stuff out there yet, or is it all dem- demo? It's phase all at demo phase at the moment. Okay, so, cool. Um, yeah. I'm hoping that I can uh, get some stuff out, like at least one out before end of this year. Okay, cool. Um, just one track. Just one track at yeah. the moment. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm trying to finish projects. Yeah. Because you know how like, sometimes you want things to be perfect? Sure, yeah. And you just never get it done because it never le- reaches your level of expectation. Like, yeah. yeah. So, Musos, man. It's yeah. hard, isn't so, it? Yeah. So now I'm just like, nah, you've got to finish things. Like, get yeah. things finished. So I'm chipping away slowly at things and getting them done. And yeah. Um, hopefully at the end of the year. Can, can you tell our listeners what the project might be called? It doesn't have a name yet. No, nothing. It's got no name. Nope, nothing. Just writing tunes really fresh just, at the moment. Yeah, real fresh. And, yeah. Um, and so you're writing the song, so you're doing lyrics and melody and everything, guitar, everything. 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 And you're yep. singing as well? Yeah. I'm not yeah. the best singer though. No, but, but I'm giving it a crack. Mate, that hasn't stopped like terrible. half the industry. No, it hasn't. Absolutely. <laughs> Auto-tune or... No. No, I'm no, 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 no. I'm, no I'm, I'm not terrible, but I'm not great. I'm not like our... Our two singers in our band. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. They're really, really good. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I do a few backup. I do backup vocals and I sing a couple songs, but I'm not. Yeah, right on. I'm not like their their level. Yeah, <laughs> I wish. But I mean, you lay down the um, the guitars, man, and so you know everyone yeah. has to have that. Every band has to have that solid guitar in it. You know, there's not yeah. not everyone that can can do both really, really well. Like we were talking about the darkness before. Oh yeah. Like Justin, like he's got the re- incredible set of pipes. And he can shred oh, on the guitar. Yeah. You know, there's only so many people that can do that, yes. you know. Um, and, I mean, look, I, I love the guitar. I own way too many guitars for someone who claims to be a vocalist. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But um, I just love the guitar. Yeah. You know. And most of my friends are guitar players. Yeah. And if you have a look back at the interviews I've done on The Art of Turing, your episode number 26, I reckon at least... Half of them are guitar players. Yeah, because <laughs> I just you know it's an it's an accessible instrument. Yeah, yeah. To do like if you want to play piano, it's expensive. Mm. Like to just go out and buy a piano and keyboards, you need weighted key. You need the weighted hammers. Yeah, for it to feel good. very expensive, man. Yeah, and it's expensive. Yeah. Whereas guitars, you can pick up like a hundred dollar guitar. Yeah, and you can usually get away with it pretty pretty easily. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you got to learn on something. Absolutely. You know, yeah. I mean, like I, when I first started playing the guitar, um, I I deliberately bought an entry-level instrument because I'm like, I want to graduate to a top-of-the-line guitar one day. You know, I'm not, like, at that time. So, I mean, I, I bought just, like, a standard tally. It was a Mexican-made tally because back then yep. they were making them in Mexico for yep. some reason. I still own it because I'm just a gear hoarder. A lot of musos, like, sell all, their gear off. Nah. I've do you sell or do you keep? I keep a lot of my you keep? stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, don't, I don't know. I, I'll find a use for it. I'm sure of it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've got, like, ten guitars. Of course you do. I play, like, two. 
Right? Oh, three. Sometimes three? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. That's it. That's yeah, it. Yeah, let's just sit in storage. You're right. I probably should sell them. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's the thing. So I started off with just that one. And then obviously, as you know, you, you go, oh, look at this one and look at that yeah. one. Oh, I could use that for this gig or this song or whatever. And, you know, it's just snowballs. But um, I did want to ask you, Elliot. Yes. Think, thinking back to the days, you know, because you have had 10 years of solid gigging with Snack Attack. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have talked a little bit about um, the, the gigs that you've done and some funny stories. But I wanted to maybe ask you, is there a gig that you look back on and you go, oh, my God, that was a shocker. Like that was a, a really bad show. Whether the crowd was just oh, like off you mean like that? Or, okay, or, yeah, yeah. You know, like with like you get plenty of gigs. Like so, when you get an agent, they'll they sort of throw you into some gigs that are just dead rooms, but they give it for the experience. So sure. you have like you played a lot of dead rooms. Um, we've had a couple. Oh, we've had some train wrecks. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> like, have you ever had to like do a gig out in Phillip Island, like two and a half hours away, for only a couple of hundred bucks, just to earn your stripes with the agent? Um. So I remember doing that. And that yeah, sucked. they they tried to get us to do like they tried to get us to do like ones that were like a couple like four eight hours away and stuff yeah. like that. And I was just like, nah, not doing those. I'm not. Yeah, yeah I'm not. So I'm not going to get involved in that straight up. But mm. uh, yeah, we've we've been. So our first gig was in. Our, so when we landed our first our our agent, mm. mind you, we had one agent before our our main agent. Sure, and he was a fraudster. A fraudster. Yeah, he ripped us off pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's the lay of the land. You, when you get into this industry, you don't really mm. know who you're going with or what you're doing. But uh, he because uh, who are you with now? We're with Australian Entertainment Services. Oh, you are with AES? Yeah, AES. Yeah, yeah, nice yeah. one, man. Um, and they've been pretty good with us. So um, yeah, yeah. We had another agent before then, and he was a fraudster, but <laughs> he gave us some pretty he average. Got you some gigs. Yeah, he got yeah. some average gigs, and we and it was all right at the start, and it was good to cut our teeth on. But mm. uh, at the end of the day, he was ripping us off. Yeah, and we left him, and oh, he cracked it. Yeah, that right. Was a, that was an interesting phone call. <laughs> um, and then uh, he still owes me money, but we'll we'll let it go. Yeah, so yeah. It's not worth it. But no, then um, uh, we got our first gig with AES. Where was it? I'm trying to think. Because residencies is, is pretty oh. much what they deal in, isn't it? Yeah, it is. No, I don't think it was. I can't remember which agent it was, but it was. Uh, they sent us out to the pool room. The pool room? It's in Fern Tree Gully. Okay, pool room. Pretty far for us. Yeah, man. For us. It was like a good hour, two hours away or whatever it is. I don't know. It's yeah, far. It's about an hour away. From no. from here anyway, from Fern from us about an hour and a half, I think. Something oh yeah, like yeah. That. So it was a, so it was a pretty the other good guys way. in the band are from Beverage as well. They're from like Whittlesea. Oh okay, yeah, yeah. That's all that always going to add another half, half an hour. hour. So it's like an yeah. hour and a half. It is. Yeah, at the time we were all from there, so mm. uh, that was like our first gig, and that was all right. But I, I can't think of any like shock like that just stand out. Like we had always like we played trade and wrecks with. Well, let me flip it on its head. Have yeah. you had any shows that you just think back like, I mean, I know you told me that really good experience the very first one, yeah. but you ever had any snack attack shows? You're like, oh man, that was insane. Like, did you did you play like, you know, on oh, yes. St. Patrick's Day or something? Yes. Or, yeah, yes. yeah. New Year's we, Eve maybe. So we had one gig where we played at Whittlesea. It was our first, like we are getting into the, you know, we were promoting it and doing everything. We had no agent. We had a gig at Whittlesea at the Royal Mail. Okay. And um, we did... Um, break stuff by Limp Biscuit, okay. and that just seemed to make the crowd go crazy. crazy. And that was just like, oh my god, that was like awesome. That yeah. moment where everyone was just going nuts. Um, there's been a lot of good experiences, but I, uh, you know, St. Patrick's Day is always just like crazy. You, you, yeah, you can't get in, you can't do anything. Everyone's just mental. Mm. We had, um, we did, a, we do a gig at Lammy's in Geelong, and that's just if you get the public holiday, you know, they'll have one. You know, yeah, you were telling you know. me about that the other day. Yeah, it's awesome. Lammies, Lammies in Geelong, great gig. It's their uni night. It's like Sunday night. Okay, I don't how they might. A lot of kids must go to school pretty hungover, but uh, yeah. <laughs> whatever. And it's one of those venues that you know you can't you can't actually get through. Like it's just yeah. like there's so many people on a public holiday that it's you just insane. In. You can't load in. It's, you have to get there pretty early. You load yeah. in and get out. Like security sort of parts the scene. You sort of squeeze out. Far out. Yeah, and that's a cool gig. Um, that's always been fun. Mm. Um, you sort of just remember like random things at gigs sometimes. Sure, you know, yeah. Because everyone's like, I'm a, I'm a horrible, like I have one drink and I'm I'm done. Yeah. Like I'm a shocker. But you, you, yeah, we there's things like you remember strange fights and you remember... Just weird things people do. Yeah. But uh, they were, we've definitely had gigs where you're just like, oh, yeah, it's just, 
this is going off tap. Or cool like St thing. Kilda was like when we first started at St Kilda, that was our that was our sort of not a pinnacle, but it was just like that was a good turning point for the band. That's yeah. where everything started taking off, and yeah. we were right place, right time, and and you know it was packed and it was busy and it was great, and I love that gig. Yeah, um, man, I love that one. And we had some really good nights there, but we saw some crazy. We saw some crazy, crazy stuff, stuff. man. Yeah, we saw some. Like we saw, um, we saw the biggest hit in Melbourne there. Like one guy got punched real hard. Oh, like a fight broke out. Oh man, we get St Kilda's like every week there was going to be fight. You knew really? there was going to be a fight. Yeah, and the security was on top of that. Nah, oh, yeah, nah. They yeah, nah. Start, they probably started half of them. I don't know. Whoa. Yeah, but um, we saw a massive punch there. Yeah, they, right. They all got they all got jail time. Jeez. Yeah, it was pretty bad. He had a glass. Like, if you were holding a glass, right, and you held the bottom of it. Sure. Right. And then you sort of held it up like a cookie cutter. Okay. And he just hit some <gasps> guy out of nowhere around the eye. Oh, my God. And it was just like hanging. It was like a flap. Unprovoked. Unprovoked. He just, a random act of aggression. Oh, yeah. Smashed his dude in the face with a pint glass. Yeah, pretty bad. And it's on video and it's it's insane. Did the, is the dude blind? So apparently he had, so apparently like the fight afterwards was like the most intense thing I've ever seen. I'm like, this is out of control. Oh my God. Like there's plenty of shows too where you have to stop because of fights. Have you ever had to do that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just once. We've had to do it a couple of times. But, um, this particular one, we just fit, I remember we just finished like our set. We were hanging up and next minute we just saw a massive fight break out. Yeah. And then you saw him, he had like this big like ring cut around his eye and it was like hanging off. And now. That's mental. So he ended up fleeing the scene. The guy that threw yeah. the glass, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. The guy who got hit by the glass oh. ended up getting a taxi and bailing. <gasps> and the other guy got apprehended by police, police and, and all that. Security. And um, he, they found him, I think, apparently two weeks later and he had glass. So he didn't go to hospital or nothing because oh he had a warrant after, out of, for his arrest. Oh, so he was a nefarious character Yeah, so well. I'm guessing... So there were, must have been some Yeah, some sort of beef there. or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no one just gets glass in the face like that for no oh, reason. Oh, but when you see it, the guy doesn't even see it coming. It's wow. pretty It's pretty intense. So, how did, so you've actually seen the security footage of that? Yes. Whoa. Wow, that's insane. <laughs> yeah, um, I've seen it. Um, it. It's easily the biggest hit I've ever seen. But apparently they all got jail time. They yeah. he he turned up at a hospital two weeks later because he had yep. glass in his forehead. Like oh my God. it'd gone under his eye and sort of oh. like Yeah, it was insane. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty bad. Oh it was pretty God. bad. Um That is definitely see this is why I love this podcast. Yeah, it was asking insane. these questions of these musicians because yeah. I never know what's gonna come yeah. out. I can tell I've you got, right I've now. Got that's so the many, most gruesome I've story. I've got I've, I've got heard. so I got another one. I got one's probably worse. Give it to me. So we were at our very first agent our uh, first gig, like big gig, it was the uh playroom. Pool, pool, oh God, I got one that's called the Playhouse and one's called the Pool Room. Oh, yeah. One pool Room. Pool Room. It's the one in Fentry Gully. Yeah, yeah. And um, it was our first gig and all our friends. So, oh, you know, the big first gig you get, all your friends turned down. I turned up and it was, it was, yeah, it was awesome man. and we had a great time. And our friend, um, Sarah, bought a little sister. She's just turned 18. She yeah. was um, coming out to the gig and we'd all finished for the night and it was a great night and we're leaving and everyone's got in their cars and we're driving home and I said, all right, see you, Sarah, see you, Jess. And driving home and as we're driving home we saw this um like how like burst water main oh, okay. right so water yeah. but you can see it from like really far away it's like taller than a fully grown gum tree so whoa it's like going crazy it's going out yeah and we pull up to the light and we finally get to it so you can see it from ages away and you get, you get up to the set of lights and um i see my friend sarah and she's soaking wet and i'm like i wind down the window and i go sarah and she looks at me she goes Help me. And I'm like, what has happened? And I get there and um, my old man was at the gig, by the way. Yeah. And um, we get out of the car and we look up and Jess, she's, she, she, so for whatever reason, I still don't know. Yeah. Everyone's had a few drinks, but people were jumping through the sides of the burst water main. Right. Okay. Like it's got like, it's kind of like, man, this thing is, the ground is shaking. Okay. Like it is scary. It's really good. Oh off. yeah. It's scary, man. And, so apparently, some friends were jumping through the side of it. Okay, well, it wasn't for, as powerful. Correct. Mm. And Jess is like, "Oh, I'm going to jump through the middle of it." Oh! And it threw her up. <gasps> and then she landed face first on the concrete, oh my God. and then slid <laughs> like, like slid down the hill onto like, the road, like like Bruce Willis in oh, Die Hard Three when he, when he like, comes out yeah. of his back. <laughs> it was pretty pretty bad, right? So we get oh there God. and we're like, "What's you know how bad is it?" Yeah. And it's like. 
It's real bad. Whoa. It's real bad. Like, she's got a split from, so your top lip up to oh, the base of your nose. Yeah. And it's just like open. Oh, man. Her teeth are like missing. Yeah. They're like pushed inwards. Oh. Her braces had gone through her tongue. Oh, my God. She's like a broken nose. And Mate, like. Mick Foley's got nothing oh, on this chick. It was, it was like, <laughs> and you know the worst part? She's like, where's my lip? She's like, where's my lip? Where's my lip? She's putting her hand through her. Where her lips should be. Oh my god! And we're like, no, it's just numb. You know, it's there, it's there. And you know, for some reason, we've got a doona in the car, and we're wrapping up her in a doona, and we're what calling the ambulance, the and it was just like insane. I'm like, is this what happens at every gig? Like, what? What is this? It was just a freak accident. Yeah. But she's made a full recovery. But you know, full like, recovery, like two years later. Yeah, it's yeah. It was a big. It was a big recovery. So. Yeah. And how does her face look now? Like she definitely looks different, but she's she still pretty. Yeah. Wow, man. Yeah, that was insane. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I wrote down some stuff, like some, like I said to the boys, I'm like, hey, I'm going on this podcast. Yeah. What are, what are the, some of the things that happened? No, of course. I don't know. I gotta, if there's any gotta, um, stories that you want to share with us, please. Oh, I'm yeah. trying to think. Okay, you know, um, a lot happens when you're out. Yeah. You just, you know, after 10 years, well, you try while, and remember it. While you do, I'll sure. tell um, the listeners a little short story um, about when I, I saw an altercation um, playing in a cover band. Um, and that was back in the early noughties. I was playing in my first uh, cover band called Little Eric. Uh, we got our name from um, a character from Bold and the Beautiful. Okay. Um, and uh, we played around town for about, you know, two or three years. And we, we got booked at the Grandview Hotel in... Um, oh, what's that suburb? I can't remember the... It's it's basically just on the outskirts of the city, the Grandview Hotel. Anyway, we didn't realise, but um, we we were playing. The whole show went fine. We did three sets, 45 minutes. You know the drill, standard, yep. standard show. And I was finishing the night with... Um, I think the guys uh, had... Uh, we, we'd, uh, that's right. We were finishing the night at the time with "My Happiness" by uh, Powderfinger, oh, yeah. Powder Finger, yeah. right? And I would just play it on acoustic, the first cup verse and chorus, and then the guys would come, come in, in. On, yeah. you know, at the end. And so I was playing that, and I think I got through maybe the first verse, and I just see because the way the venue was set up was like there was the entertainment area at the front, and then the on the side area there was pool tables, but I couldn't see the pool tables from where the stage is. It was basically like a wall, and then like a you know an entryway into the pool area. And so I'm playing my happiness and I see this guy just run from the pool area straight out the door. And I, I stopped playing because immediately following him is a guy with a pool cue oh God. chasing after yeah. him. And so I just stopped playing immediately, just like, you know, the cantina band, you know, in, in A New Hope where, you know, Obi-Wan gets out the lightsaber and, and poor um, old mate loses his arm. Um, I stopped playing immediately and little did I realize... The Grandview Hotel is on one corner, literally like two blocks away is the Hells Angels headquarters. Oh. And they have like a fight there pretty much weekly. Okay. Like it's yeah. just, it's known for a really rough pub. Yep. And we didn't know that going in. I don't think we ever got booked there again, but um, I didn't actually see anything go down. But all I know is like the guy was, the pool cue got taken off him by the time he got outside. Yep. Um, and that was the end of the gig. But um Nowhere near as crazy as your stories, oh, yeah. bro. We've seen, we've we've had, some, and you know what? The, the fights always break out on like the happiest songs, like <laughs> like Bon Jovi's like always living on a prayer. Uh, yeah, no, no, like you know, I will always love you. you know that that song. Always is it always? Uh, always. Yeah, that song. I'll yeah. Be there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like that song for some reason <laughs> is like. <laughs> the, but I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Maybe like some girl. Uh, I don't know. But you know, we've That's we've weird. had like twenty man brawls, and you know, you wow. stop and you pulling people out of the crowd, getting them up on stage, getting out of the tr- trouble zone, and yeah, yeah, all that. But uh, yeah, you see some. Uh, that's the one thing you just see some. Alcohol does strange things to people. Yes. It does do strange things. Like Especially you see, in a cover band venue because they can be there all night drinking and drinking and drinking, drinking. and you're there yeah. consistently all the time. So you just yeah. see all walks of life, and you yes. just see people do all the craziest things. Like there's always someone having sex in the corner, and yeah, like. Th- th- <laughs> when you see it, you're just like, "Oh my god!" I what still remember. Doing? We, had, uh, uh, we had a fill-in bass player one night, and he's like, "Guys, guys, you gotta come see this!" Like, there's people like having sex in the corner of the venue. Yeah, and you, you know, you go up, you you have a gander, and you know, he throws a drumstick at them, and they're like, "Stop looking at us!" And we're like, "Well, stop having sex in the venue." <laughs> 
you know, you're and always... The, and the security's just letting it happen. Or... No, well, security's not there yet. They're just not aware right, of it, you know. Yet. So, yeah, yeah. And then you always see someone with their hands down someone's pants and you're just like, <sighs> man, oh, just man, booze, get a room. Man, what are you doing? Get a room. And yeah. they're like, they'll pull their hand and it's like glistening and shiny. Oh, and you're like, oh, wow. No. Far out. Yeah, it's pretty full on. It's pretty Jeez. full on. We've had, uh, yeah, we've had some good times. There's, there's, there's one time... Our lead singer. So our lead singer, he's in a strip show. He's pretty ripped. Okay. He's got muscles on muscles. He's in a strip show. Yeah, I don't know what it's called. <laughs> you don't I don't know what it's called. You've never asked. You're uh, like, I do. I'm- he's the weirdest guy. He'll never tell you what he does, but we know he's in a strip show. Okay. And um, so he's always like eating like protein and all that. Yeah, he's, always, he's looking after himself. He's always eating eggs out of his pockets and chicken <laughs> breasts and stuff. Like, and I'm not lying. Like he'll yeah. pull like a chicken breast out of his pocket and start eating it. Cook, just, just, I'm assuming. Oh, uh, yeah, cooked from like six o'clock, but it's one in the morning and he's eating it now. He's the weirdest guy. Anyway, so oh, he needs that protein. He needs it, mate. Yeah, here. And um, one time we went to this gig and we're, we're playing and I'm fiddling around with my amp doing something. And the, the crowd's going because, you know, you're just adjusting your levels or whatever yeah. quickly. And I'm like, what does that smell? <laughs> like, what is that? <laughs> and I turn around and he's laughing to the point where he can't breathe because he's just done the worst, like, protein fart. Oh, dude. Dude, on stage. That's bad. And I sw- there's an arc of people on the dance floor that can't get near the stage. It's just like... Really? Oh. they but, uh, Even the drunk people knew that oh, it was bad. It was one of the worst. <laughs> one of the worst. He's laughing his head off thinking it's the funniest thing, thing ever. ever yeah. And we're all trying to like... We're like fish gasping for air on stage. Like, it's just like <laughs> the worst. Oh yeah. no, man! Yeah, that's well, never good. Hey, it's never good, but it's it's always a funny story afterwards. But uh, that was a well, dude. At least it was like a open area. It's it's even worse when you're in the tour van and someone lets oh, one yeah, go. Oh yeah, definitely. You have to try and but you that's know, your mates. Like down. you know, it's, it's your mates. You know, it's yeah. understandable. You're in a public place, man. Come on. But it, it was pretty, <laughs> it's still pretty funny. You, you'd wish you'd say, "Hey guys, can you just give me a sec? I've got to go outside for a minute." You know. Yeah. Oh. Well, you, when you're on stage, I guess mm. you're stuck. Sometimes, sometimes you're stuck. You can't, um, yeah, you can't you, take that moment. No, you can't. Yeah, but no, it's been good. I've, yeah. Well, dude, I think um, f- as far as um, uh, gig stories go, you've certainly given our listeners a a plethora yes. to uh, to choose I got, from. I got plenty more, but we'll, you know, maybe next time we'll. Maybe next time. Maybe next yeah, time. Yeah. I got like hundreds of the things. Like, yeah. Just things that stick out. So. No, that's cool, man. It's been really great to talk to you. Yes. Now, what I usually do. Um, before the podcast um, interview, I actually play a little snippet of music yes. so the listeners can kind of get an idea of the person they've had in their headphones for the last, you know, 25, 30, yeah. you know, 45 minutes. So I was looking at your YouTube um, oh, don't promotional stuff. Don't look at that's that. old man. Old man. Okay. It's well, old, you hook me up, up with something. I'll hook you up. I okay. Got, I got some tracks I can give you. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Something, something that we features, actually recorded in the studio. Yeah, in the studio. Something that yeah. features your guitar playing. Yes. That would be great. Yeah. So get that. me... That as soon as you can, and Absolutely. I'll throw that at the beginning of this. Sure. Um, where can people see you? What are your regular gigs at the moment? All right. Snack Attack. So, Snack at the, Attack. Snack Attack. Uh, so, currently, we are playing every Friday night at the Line Hotel in Melbourne Central on the third floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are there from 11 to 2, but it, the party's kicking on from 10 till 3. Okay. Um, we're there. Uh, that's all we're doing at the moment. Uh, we've taken a break in the last sort of six months. We, okay. were, do, we were going pretty hard. For a long time, yeah, yeah. You know, all the boys, we you know, we we were full time jobs, and we do this on top, and you know, yeah, right. Um, so we 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 were doing two to three a week, and now we're we just dropped down to one, and we do the okay. odd one here and there, but um, yeah, we're picking them up some more next year. We're starting it all over again, so we've had our sort of break, and now we're and then now you're going to try and find some more residencies next year. Yeah, well, yeah, we've got we got a few lined up. Oh, nice. Yeah, in the pipeline, so we just. So what was the name of the venue at Melbourne Central? Lion Hotel. Lion. The Lion Hotel. Oh, The Lion Hotel. It's on the third level. Yep. It's right. It's next door to Strike Oh, next to Strike Bowling. That's right. We were talking about it. I think it used to be called like the Rockstar Bar. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So you're there. Yeah. Oh, cool, man. Oh, that's a groovy venue up there. That's great. And they've got like TGI Fridays up there as well. Or maybe on the second level. I don't don't know. Yeah, man. I know. TGI's is my favorite place. I know they're like Nando's and... Yeah. A heap of other food. I don't know. Well, t- if anyone's from listening from TGI Fridays, um, I'd be, this would be the perfect podcast to sponsor <laughs> because I love TGI Fridays. Not a paid sponsorship, by the way, everyone. I just, I'm just, anyone who knows me, they know. I'm the TG's man. It's a free plug. So there's a free plug for TGI Fridays. You've been listening to Elliot Congas, the guitar player of Snack Attack. Thanks for coming in, no Elliot. Drivers. Anytime. See you soon, dude. Cheers. Ciao.
There you go, Sizzlers. Another episode of Art of Touring in the bag. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode, give the podcast a share on social media. Use the hashtag Art of Touring Podcast on Instagram and give us a follow at Art of Touring. Also, go check out my band, Smokestack Rhino, who are featured in this podcast every week. Our opening and closing theme is a song called Screwdriver Girls. You can check out the whole track on iTunes. Uh, you can follow the band on Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud, Bandcamp, Twitter, even our very own website, www.smokestackrhino.com, and uh, follow us on Facebook uh, for all the touring dates when they come in. If you'd like to get in contact with me, you can email me at artoftouringpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, if you're a wrestler or a juggler or a muso or a DJ, anything, any in the, anything in the arts, uh, and you have stories from the road or even just gig stories, please hit me up. I would love to hear from you. You can listen to Art of Turing on Wooshka and you can download it on iTunes um, and even Spotify as well. Uh, if you have enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to give the podcast a rating within the podcast app on your phone. Super easy to do. Get your phone out. Look for Art of Turing. Tap five stars. Write a quick review. That would be rad. I release these bad boys every week for free every single Tuesday. So get in and have a listen with old mate Sizz Dog on the regular. I would love to have you as a regular listener, a sizzler of the art of touring. That's all for me this week. Before I go, I have a few shout-outs. Shout-out to Chris Wall, who designed the artwork for the show. You can follow him on Instagram at Mr. Wall, spelt W-A-H-L. Big thanks to my guest this week, Elliot Congus. It was super cool to catch up with Elliot. If you'd like to catch him and the boys live from Snack Attack, please give them a follow on Facebook and catch them every week, every Friday night at the Lion Hotel in Melbourne Central third level. Now let's get us into some plugs. My band, Smokestack Rhino, recently released our new single, Candanga Bitter, which is available for download on iTunes and it's streaming now on Spotify. That's all from me this week. Thanks again for listening. Tune in next time for another episode of Art of During with the Sizz Dog. Ow, ow, ow! Remember, this week's podcast was brought to you by MNU, where the technological advancements which have been made have nothing to do with the exploitation of the prawns. Huh? Oh, do you know what the most frustrating thing is? The thing that will get me so angry is when you're singing and someone hits your mic stand, hits mm. you in the teeth. Oh, That is the worst. Jesus. I just, that, that gets me pretty angry pretty quick. Most definitely. Oh, man. And it happens so... I'm surprised I haven't lost my teeth. Oh yeah, surprised. Yeah. I've had a few fat lips. Yeah, no yeah, doubt. Yeah, people just drunk, drunk people. people just moving straight into the mic. Especially those low stages. Oh, forget about the it. The low stages where it's like one foot and it's just a tripping hazard. Yeah, yeah they're the worst.